This I Work For Him podcast is brought to you in part by Rosedale Communications, offering author-centric literary consulting, writing, and editing services to help you capture your voice, craft your message, edit your content, and publish your completed manuscript for business or ministry online at craftingyourmessage.com. Hey there, it's producer Michael Miracle here. Thanks for listening to the I Work For Him podcast. We are your on-air resource as a workplace believer. And check out our website for tons more I Work For Him resources. We've got blogs and podcasts and reading material and all sorts of fun stuff there. Plus, a link to listen to the live show several times a day. Yep, head to the website. That's IWorkForHim.com. IWorkTheNumberForHim.com. And the listen tab's up there on the top left. Click that, then click the live link, and you can listen to us live every weekday. That's IWorkForHim.com. I work the number for him.com. And now let's go ahead and kick off what we all came here for, hearing more about connecting what we learn on Sunday with what we do in our nine to five. This is the I Work For Him podcast. Martha, what do we call it? Uh, together on Tuesdays with Jim and Martha. Sorry. I was going for the I Work For Him thing. Okay, I it's I Work it's For a, Him. It's always fun to be able to do that to Martha. She always looks at me and then wow. later she throws rocks at me. So I will. Yeah, she will. Or, or not cook dinner tonight, but she made a lasagna last night. It was amazing. Anyway, we digress. You know, every day on I Work For Him, we highlight amazing stories of how God is working in the marketplace. And on Tuesdays, we like to share a lot about marriage and relationships. Today, we're going to kind of take a break from that, but yet we're not going to take a break for that. Well, wait till you hear what we got going on today. But in the meantime, we'd love for you to go out to iworkforhim.com and connect with us. Whether you send us an email or use the contact us on the website and just tell us how I work for him is touching your life. And maybe you've got a recommendation for a story that you think we need to highlight. Or you could connect with us on Facebook, Instagram, or where else, Martha? This is your. Yep, we got Facebook. We got our website. We have our listener line. We have Twitter. Our we listener have Instagram. Line. What's I that listener line? Insta- our listener line is eight six six seven one three nine six seven five, and those last four letters can be W O R K, and um, that is a place where people can leave them up to a minute message for us, um, telling us something about the show, a way, something that has impacted them, or something that they're dealing with in their life that maybe they want to hear more about, uh, we can do a little bit of research on that as well and definitely meet some needs. Check us out online, iworkforhim.com. That's iwork, the number four, him.com. And if you sign up for the blog, the weekly blog, you'll also get the five previous podcast links as well. So if you miss Mm -hmm. a show, you can listen to the rest of the show that you missed. And you get to read my cool blogs. I've got some really great ones written for this summer. So you got to make sure you get those. All right. So here's a question. We should do a shout out, Mark. We haven't done that in a long time. A shout out to who? All of the people that are listening all over the all my over mom? the state. Your mom. Hi, mom. <laughs> no, I, I know the, she's the listening. People in Jacksonville and St. Augustine and Folkestone, Georgia, and, and Carrollton, Florida, and uh, all over Tampa Bay from Ocala to Fort Myers and over to Disney. Thanks for tuning in to I Work mm-hmm. for him this afternoon. All right. Do you ever wonder how some people are born with the coolest of voices? And then some people have a voice like me. Why is it somehow that God often uses those people with the really not cool voices? to do things not radio, but the people with the really cool voices, how come they always end up on radio or podcast or speaking? Coincidence? I don't think so. About six months ago, our brand ambassador ran across Brandy Nielsen. Brandy Nielsen's a mom. She's a speaker, a writer, a singer, a podcaster. Her podcast is called Christian Coffee Talk for Women. 
She has followers and listeners all over the United States. And I thought it would be great for our I Work For Him listening audience to find out about this often, this awesome source of encouragement found online and on your podcast platform. Brandy Nielsen, welcome to I Work For Him. It is an honor to be here. And let me just tell you, now I'm all worried about, my gosh, what does my voice sound like? <laughs> does it sound good? I hope so. <laughs> that's great. Well, you should see her face while she was doing that in the microphone. It's just fantastic. And that's the beauty of doing radio. You don't see our faces. Yay. <laughs> I have all my makeup on, though, too. So it's a, am I, am I, I know, makeup? you're all good today. Your hair, hair looks turn, great. My hair turned Give out a new perfect That's right. My mm-hmm. hair turned out perfect. Randy, how did you come to be a follower of Jesus? My gosh, that's a, a long story I'll try to condense for you. I was born to uh, a mom who was a Jesus lover. She was a Roman Catholic and uh, taught me about Jesus and, and how she loved him so that I was uh, very early um, introduced to who Jesus was and I, I fell in love with him myself. Um, and early on I had wanted to, I realized I could sing, so I wanted to grow up to sing for God like an angel on earth. I was only about six years old and I remember seeing commercials for uh, Save the Children. Do you guys remember those? Mm-hmm. Sure. I, I don't know what happened to that organization, but I mean, there's there's so many like them now. Maybe they have a new name, but anyway, I just uh, felt compassion for children as a child and so that's what I wanted to do. Long story short, as I was growing up, things didn't uh, go well in my family life at home. My mom um, fell to alcoholism, so we had to kind of fend for ourselves, so I didn't have that structure anymore. I wasn't going to the Roman Catholic Church or school anymore, so I kind of fell apart, and as I got older, I took that gift of song that God gave me, and instead of singing for Him, I uh, sang to glorify myself and wrote songs to glorify myself and forgot all about God. And um, again, this is such a long story and so much to to share with you about this. I didn't tell you how to give us the altar. (laughs) Share some of the cool, I mean, because your story has equipped you to do the podcast that you do today, the Christian talk. So talk about that story. I mean, it's it's okay to highlight. That's what we're here for. So um, I became a songwriter and singer, and and I'll tell you, the ability that I have today to speak behind a microphone is everything to do with what God gave me and brought me up through the years as someone to be able to sing and write songs and and use the equipment I have to record and those kind of things. I never knew growing up that I would end up be having a podcast or or a Christian women's ministry where I would actually speak to people. Usually it's it's singing, but now it's about speaking and sharing, but uh, I want to say through my life as I, I kind I left God, I forgot about him, but God never forgot about me. Mm-hmm. Um, decades later, I was uh, writing a book and I had met someone else who was also writing a book who shared about God with me and who I'd forgotten about for years, but he was so nice and there was something about him that I wanted to know more about. So he invited me to church and I hadn't been to church in probably two decades. Mm. And when I walked into that church, it was in Rolling Hills, California. I will never forget it. I walked in and it was non-denominational. I didn't know anything about (laughs) non-denominational. And I saw a worship leader for the first time in my life. And I was overwhelmed, I'm getting chills right now, by the music and the lyrics Mm, and the praise in the congregation. And I immediately felt guilt. 
I was reminded mm-hmm. instantly of that moment when I was six years old and I said, God, I'm going to grow up to sing for you like an angel on earth to help your weary children. And here I was using that gift for just things that, that don't help weary people. Mm. Um, And in that moment, I was overwhelmed and the spirit came upon me and said, Brandy, you can take my hand and fulfill your promise to God and live your life that way. Or you can continue down the path you're on and and stay in darkness. And I'm here with you guys today because I took his hand. Mm. So that's that's my story in in accepting Jesus as my savior and and giving and surrendering my life to him. But I I didn't know then at that moment still that I was going to be used in what I'm doing today. So, but I immediately started turning my gift over and back to him. Mm -hmm. And I started worship leading um, probably, gosh, I joined a worship team within a month and a half hmm. of, of, sa- of being saved. So wow. that's been a little bit of a, a, a growing journey, but I've been in worship ever since. So it's been eight years and I've been writing songs about God and, and leading worship. But also there was a time where I had gone to a uh, women's uh retreat, a weekend women's mm-hmm. retreat. And I was thinking, wow, the, you know, these are so powerful. I love going away and, and receiving from these retreats, but there are so many women that don't get to experience that if they can't go. Right. So I decided, you know, I really want to share with women what I'm receiving at these retreats. So I, I created a group online and I called it Christian Coffee Talk and I added about 60 women to it that I wanted to share what I was gonna receive at the retreat with. And the reason I called it Christian Coffee Talk, it was kind of odd, I, you know, I felt God was leading me to do this the whole way. I'm like, well, I know I'm gonna talk about things that we don't normally talk about, things that maybe you might talk to somebody about in an intimate situation mm-hmm. when you're you're invited for coffee. I mean, how many times have you been invited to coffee mm-hmm. or invited someone else because you wanted to share something, you know, We don't invite personal. people to coffee. We invite people to Diet Pepsi and uh, Mountain Dew. <laughs> but the, well, but hey, the point is the same. Oh, okay. yes. <laughs> Even if you don't drink coffee, I'm sure you've been invited to it. Yes. Anyway, so. And if they do it to Panera, I'm good because they have Mountain Dew on tap. <laughs> That's right. So we're good. Okay. So it's coffee's an icebreaker. That's what it is. So I named the group Christian Coffee Talk for Women. You know, this started off, I just love the story that you, that you were reminded, that God reminded you, hey, you said you were going to use your gifts, talents, Mm -hmm. and abilities for my glory. And for 20 years, you've forgotten that. Now you're back and and God immediately plugged you into a worship team, a a singing worship team at church. How did that all lead to this podcast that you're doing all the time now? And, And how is God using those experiences from the past that weren't maybe mm, the greatest experiences, how is he using the, cause yes, on your blog and on your fa- on your page, on your website, it talks about, I gotta, I gotta find it. Let's see. It talks about, um, I know it mentioned kidnapping in there. Mm-hmm. I, I'm trying to remember where, where it is. Okay. The, okay. Kidnapping, codependency, agnosticism, abuse, neglect, codependency, abortion, and a host of other emotional dysfunctions. How is God using all that on a, on, in your podcast? That's so much, right? It, oh, yeah, it is. Uh, it, but you know, it, it's it's incredible when I when I look at it on paper. It's like, wow, is that even possible? Yes, it is. You know, I said there there was two decades there of a time where mm-hmm. I was away from God, and many things happened to me. You know, uh, 
I, I caused a lot in my life uh, or learned a lot of lessons that I caused because of my own mistakes. But there's a lot of lessons that I learned that weren't, you know, I, they were out of my control, but they were all part of God's plan for what I'm doing now. So when we talk about, uh, to answer your question about how did I go from worship to this, well, I, when I joined worship right away, it also meant I joined a church and it mm. also meant, you know, I, I learned, you know, how to, you know, group together with women in the church and, and belong to women's ministry and learn from the ministry and going to the retreat and, you know, really wanting to speak out and encourage and to uh, sharpen and be sharpened by other women. So that was on my heart uh, at the same same time. Um, but going back to how I use all of those things, um, when I started the group, or the things that happened to me, when I started the group, I knew I was going to talk about deep things, such as those things you named off, mm -hmm. because I'm victorious now in Christ from all those things and, and, and it needs to be shared. People need to understand that you can overcome things like this. So when we talk about, I want to highlight really quickly the kidnapping because obviously that wasn't, uh, I, I didn't do anything. It's not a typical part of somebody's story. <laughs> no, it's not. So. When I was 15 years old, I very unfortunately uh, was kidnapped by an adult male for his sexual gratification. Um, and the story goes that he was uh, unfortunately my father's boss. Mm. And he he invited me to come out to uh, horseback riding on a ranch that he owned with his daughter, who was one year older than me. And I had already been out there before. And it was him saying, hey, you know, why don't I take your daughter out? to my ranch with my daughter, they'll have a great time. I was like, woo, yay, I couldn't mm -hmm. wait. So uh, the plan was he was gonna pick me up and then take me out there. So my father brought me to work and his boss came to pick me up. And when he picked me up, he didn't bring me there. He started taking me across the state line and I realized immediately that I was in trouble. I knew right away. So he started trying to, uh, saying things to me, uh, about older women with young girls and this kind of thing. So immediately I just started praying to God. I knew I was in trouble. I knew I was kidnapped. I didn't know how I was going to get out of it. I'll make this story short because it can be a whole nother hour. And they can <laughs> read this in your book, right? Yes, so you, we can... you can read this in my book. And I actually have talked about this on mm -hmm. video as well. I escaped that man in the same night. Hmm. And as I escaped him, and it was only a matter of hours, I now was in the streets of New Jersey. I lived in New York at the time, and I was trying to find my way home. It was late at night. I ran into a, a man who was on a payphone who saw me crying and offered to help me. And then when I realized he was leading me toward a dark alley, I then got away from him. So understand that here's a 15-year-old girl out there crying, just told somebody how weak she is, and he, he, mm -hmm. the man was another predator. Mm -hmm. So uh, to get away from him quick, I ran in the middle of the highway and put my thumb out and got picked up by a car. And uh, I got home safely that night, but uh, wasn't without uh, consequence because that man coerced me into a sexual act in order to bring me to safety. Mm. So this is this is all in under 24 hours. In one evening, one night of my life, I was 15 years old, wow. three separate men who meant me harm that way. But God, mm. but God, right? I, it's, it's devastating to me today to read about women in human trafficking and read about women that don't make it through that. I'm like, God, how did you, what? 
three men in the same night at 15 years old through yeah. situations like that. And, and I do not want to diminish what happened to me at all. But what happened to me was nothing compared to what happens to these women. The fact that I was coerced to do something against my will is absolutely devastating. Mm-hmm. There, there's nothing about that to diminish. But I survived it. I got through it. I'm here to talk about it today. I am not condemned for what I did. I'm not dirty for what I did. I, I'm, I'm just, I'm blessed. I'm priceless. God has lifted me mm-hmm. out of that. So now I can speak to women. Yeah who might be feeling that kind of a shame for things that have happened to them that they didn't cause upon themselves. Right. We're talking today with Brandy Nielsen. I'd love for you to check her out online. BrandyNielsen.com. BrandyNielsen.com. She does a podcast that you can hook up with. It's Christian Coffee Talk for Women. She's got a book out there as well, which is Unforgotten. And we'll talk about that in a little while. And Brandy, we do appreciate you sharing those details because it's part of the story and it's part of how what God was you know, he's using, he never, he never wastes those experiences in our lives. Right. And when you produce your podcast, those are things you're able to talk about. Yes. And there's a lot of women out there that have those same stories that have a much even harder ending. So Brandy, you were saying you're, the podcast that you now do is called Christian Coffee Talk for Women, right? Yes. And this whole setting of, you know, when a friend invites you for coffee, it's, very intimate. You can get deep. You know, there's safety in that. I'm assuming that that was what you were starting to allude to as to why that is kind of the platform that you are using to share with women. Is that correct? To share and sharpen each other in Christ. Definitely. But, um, The mission of Christian Coffee Talk for Women is to encourage the power, hope, and purpose of Christ in everyday life and foster Revelation 1211 among women. That's it. That is the heart of my ministry, fostering Revelation 1211, because by doing that, we overcome the enemy by the blood of the Lamb and the word of our testimony. Mm -hmm. The word of our testimony is powerful. It's powerful to heal, change lives and lead others to Christ. And that's me. That's Mm -hmm. the heart of me. You know, Jim, I I think you, you asked um, prior to our interview here, what's my life verse? That's it. That's that's my life verse in this. So that's what I'm doing in this group. I'm fostering Revelation 12:11. Speak about what God has done for you mm-hmm. to help lift others. So all it was was a g- online group, digital place where someone could just, mm-hmm. you know, tap on your computer. And uh, how it became a podcast is pretty crazy. I had gone on uh, the Charles and Andy Stanley cruise to Alaska. And on that cruise was Babby Mason, the hmm. uh, gospel yes. singer. Amazing singer. Yes. You and I had previously been to a uh, songwriter workshop with Babby Mason. So I had met her personally. And when I went on the cruise, she was signing books. I got in line just to say hello. And I said, hey, baby, Babby, do you remember me? I'm Brandy. We did the songwriting uh, workshop. She goes, yeah, girl, how you doing? I said, well, I started this group called Kristen Coffee Talk for Women. And she stopped me dead in my tracks. She put her hands over my shoulders. She said, Brandy, I'm going to tell you right now, that's going to be a radio show. And I'm like, what? And she put her hands on me and she just started praying over me. And I'm like, wow, that was kind of weird. You know, there's a line of people watching her Mm. do this. So um, one month later, 
I got a call from a woman named Jennifer Alden, who is the owner of One Jam Nation Radio, which is an internet radio station, who offered me a half hour slot to bring Christian Coffee Talk for Women out onto the airwaves. So I was like, I have no idea how to do this. I don't know what to do. But I believe it's what God wants me to do. So within a month, I put together the show, which is actually called Christian Coffee Talk Podcast. Got it. It's for women uh, for, from the group perspective, but mm-hmm. we do like men to be able to listen to it as well. Sure. On the well, they learn all about the women. <laughs> exactly. So it's Christian Coffee Talk, and it was... Um, one Gem Nation Radio gifted me that slot for an entire year, but uh, it, it was also a podcast syndicated on radio, and now it's it's a standalone podcast and mm-hmm. and growing. and And here I am, a, a podcast host. Who 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 would have thunk? Brandy, when you hear "I work for him," how does that resonate in your soul? I work for him means that I am completely surrendered to living my life for God from when I wake up in the morning until I go to sleep at night, working in terms of everything that I do is work and it's work for God. So when I'm being a wife, I'm working for God. I'm working mm-hmm. for him when I'm doing that, when I'm being a mom, when I'm being a friend, when before I was doing my podcast and I was in the corporate world, you know, uh, which I actually, you know, Jim, when I heard I work for him and marketplace ministry, I really wish I would have met you while I was still working in the corporate uh, world mm-hmm. because I really could have used that. It's such a, it's a difficult thing when you're really in a second market and nobody's talking about God and you don't even know if somebody has you know a belief or anything it's it's very hard to you know break that ice talk about coffee and an icebreaker mm-hmm. so thank God for what you do and being around because there's so many people that need you I absolutely needed you but where I am now everything I do for God it's about God and it seems to be accepted as God and, and something to do in faith so it's a little bit easier um, to to carry that kind of a thing, but I, I know that there's difficulty for people walking into their uh, corporate jobs, um, secular corporate jobs, uh, in their faith and feel like this is my ministry. Mm-hmm. I'm walking into this job in in this cubicle when I'm on the phone and when I'm doing this or that, I'm ministering. So so. I, again, I, I love, I work for him. It makes me think of so many things. It means God's my boss. There you go. <laughs> Amen. That's my boss. That's awesome. <laughs> so, Brandy, with what you're doing now, how have you seen Jesus working in and through you in in what you're doing? I am absolutely inspiring, encouraging others to stand up for their faith, to speak their testimonies, to accept Christ. So being specific, I can share what I've seen the online group do. Mm-hmm. It, there are women that have come to accept Jesus. There are women who have come to be baptized. There are women who have addressed their issues mm-hmm. and go and get help for those mm-hmm. issues. Sweet. And and I want to call one of those out. One of those is the hurt and pain experienced by Christian women who have had an abortion. I'm going to call you yeah. out right now. I'm one of those women. God has healed me 
forgiven me from that. He can forgive you from it too. There are many women in my group when I speak about that, that uh, have come to learn that they too are forgiven and to understand what the truth is about abortion. It's one of the biggest lies of the enemy on the Mm -hmm. face of the earth today. But I just want to share with you that if you are somebody who's had an abortion or someone who's supporting abortion and you feel shame and guilt for that, God is waiting for you to come to him, to surrender that to him. Mm. And, so, and it is yeah. a lie that is, I mean, and you're yes. so right. And we've talked about it a few times on the show, not enough, but we've highlighted a couple of, uh, we highlighted an abortion recovery group, uh, a healing group, but there's over 60 million children have been aborted in yes. the last, you know, so well, since Roe v. Wade, so it's 45 years. But there is healing. There's no sin that God says, nah, sorry, Jesus right. didn't cover that one. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and, and the healing. But when a Christian woman can find that healing and then share that that restoration from that, that's, that is the God ability to multiply. And, and that's going to span Christian and secular environments because there's women out there all over the place that are suffering from that woundedness that, ha- that happened because of the abortion. It doesn't leave a woman unimpacted. It impacts every woman. Absolutely. And it impacts uh, it impacts men as well. And everyone who has had their hand in the abortion, from the abortionist to the people that are supporting it, to those that encouraged you to have it. Mm-hmm. There's, you know, there's a lot of accountability that goes around with abortion and it does hurt all of us. And I want to say, Jim, the shame and, and fear with abortion that's there. You mentioned earlier that I have a book called Unforgotten. And I want to encourage you to go out and get that book now because there's something missing from that book that I didn't put in there at the time I wrote it because I was ashamed. Mm. I did not share my abortion story in that book. I'm in the process of abridging that book right now so I can share it with you. But at that woman's retreat, I learned, that's where I learned that I was healed and saved uh, and forgiven from my abortion and I became free. I was able to create this ministry, Kristen Coffee Talk, and share this stuff with you from that. And now I have to go actually and go put that in the book because I was so afraid that I would not be accepted by you or Christ or that mm. I was doomed because of abortion. But that is not true. And and that is some of my mission today with my ministry. So one of the things you, you said, kidnapping, abortion, human trafficking, human trafficking is big because I, I understand what it is to be coerced into a sexual act for the pleasure of somebody else and the shame that can come with that. So on my podcast, I host uh, a monthly campaign to help um, to help the fight against human trafficking by hosting expert guests with boots on the ground experience to give listeners relevant and actionable information. You know, it's not just about going to buy somebody's movie about uh, human trafficking or, you know, just reading a book about it. To really understand what people are doing on the ground to combat it and give you the tools or information mm-hmm. so you know what you can do about that. So so this is what God has done with all the things that I've been through. And again, let me just say, I have not been trafficked. That's not what I mean. I have been kidnapped and coerced to do something, which is a little bit different. Right. Did However, that guy go to jail, the guy that kidnapped? Did you, did you go to jail? I don't know. Not that I know of. He... Uh, As I mentioned, I had a very dysfunctional family Mm -hmm. and upbringing. And when I was 15, which was uh, a million years ago, (laughs) 
Um, you know, you don't look a day over a hundred thousand. <laughs> Yay! Wow, that was. Um, I think we should just kind of go right past that. Oh, so, no, I know. Um, you know, I think though because you are sharing from your personal life. Number one, as hard as it is to be transparent, which even to the point of you not sharing some of it in your mm-hmm. book and now going back later, how are you? How do you see people receive that though? When it's your story, you're being real and transparent instead of it being a time of being afraid to share that how is it received by your listeners it's encouraging them and giving them hope mm-hmm. and and you know shedding it's it's shedding their their wall mm-hmm. you know and pulling their wall down and and making them feel like I, I don't have to live in this shame. I don't have to hide. Look, you're doing it. You know, if we ever want to, you, you encourage and you lead by example, right? So, so how can I possibly encourage a woman to grow in Christ or, you know, to foster Revelation 12, 11 upon her life if I don't do that myself? And, and that's where I see most of the encouragement. You know, I haven't been through everything. Women have gone through things that I you have no experience in, mm-hmm. but it, but I can still help bring that out for sure in, in, in them. Uh, definitely. All right. We're talking today with Brandy Nielsen. You can check her out online, brandynielsen.com. Make sure you sign up to listen to her podcast, Christian, Christian coffee talk. And it's out there. You said it's on Google play. It's on, you got it on Stitcher. I've got it on iTunes, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, tune in. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, out there. it's it's on all of the major podcast platforms. And you can check out the link. It'll be on our Facebook page tonight, brandynielsen.com. It's probably out there already right now, isn't it? It's probably out there already. Brandy yes, Nielsen. when we promoted it for wow, the week, of course. Yeah, well, see, my, my crack social media team, Martha and Michael, <laughs> we have to get that done. For all sure. Right. All right. So, Brandy, it is... it's always great to hear stories. And you've been interacting. How long, how, many, how long have you been doing Christian Coffee Talk? Since September of 2015, uh, on online, mm-hmm. and since about November of 2016 is when I launched the podcast. And you're doing one a week, and so you've you've been you've been interacting with people all over the place. Yes. Talk to us about some of the stories because you're you're touching on subjects that are touching the lives of people all across the country. What you you got to be getting some feedback from people, aren't you? Absolutely, I'm getting feedback um, from women, and some of the feedback I get mostly, and that I love to hear, is that it's relevant and actionable Mm -hmm. to them. It gives them something that they can actually apply and do. And like I said, even if I'm not talking about something that I have experience with, there's something for everyone out there, and and in and a woman in any season as well. Some of the subjects, or I call them coffee talk topics, on the show. Today's coffee talk topic, blah 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 blah. Mm-hmm. So uh, it might be about uh, fear or faith. One of the things that I hear in my group is that women struggle mostly with is faith and strength and faith that God is going to see them through whatever it is yeah. they're going through. You know, it's so easy to say that God 
God is, is with us. He's going to take us through. But when you're in that moment, in that pain, you start doubting mm-hmm. because you feel the pain. You're like, why That's not God? just women, why by God? the way. Not, men feel that too? Men, men feel that as well. You do? Yes, we do. You we hide it. They don't admit it as much. We hide it. We don't admit that we do that. And we're able to compartmentalize that fear at times, but yes. Right. So so I think really that's the number one thing um, is 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 the request for strength in their faith. Yeah. That's that's what most of the women are looking for, no matter what they're going through. Mm-hmm. There's so many things that women are going through and that they're at all at different seasons. Like I said, so one of the one of the shows that I had that I love so much was talking about abstinence among single women. And I did not direct that at teens. I directed that at sure. the, the adult women that are out there right now who are either divorced or, you know, just haven't been married yet. Abstinence applies to you, too, especially you who have been divorced and, and understand what it is to be physically mm-hmm. intimate with somebody. Mm-hmm. It's so much better to stay abstinent, and it might be harder for them. But I have I have a show, and you can look up the Coffee Talk topics. If you go to either iTunes or even my own website, which is brandynielsen.com forward slash podcast. If you go there, you can see all of the podcasts. And I have the show notes, which highlight the Coffee Talk topic for every single one of the shows. Awesome. Whether it's about abstinence or human trafficking or uh, faith or strengthening in faith and, and so many other things. Mm-hmm. Brandy Nielsen, I appreciate you coming on the show today and sharing all about your podcast. Well, let's talk about your book, though. You wrote a book. What was this book all about? So when I gave my life to Christ, I decided that I was going to write a book about the story of my life and how I was unforgotten. Or not that I was unforgotten, my promise to God was unforgotten. Mm. Um, if you were listening earlier, you, you might have to go back to On Demand well, to catch right. that yeah. part. But why don't you tell them what that <laughs> promise was? So I promised God that I was going to grow up to sing for him like an angel on earth to help his weary children. I was six years old when I made that promise. I didn't make pro- good on that promise until decades later after I had uh, reneged on that promise and turned my back on God and used that gift to glorify myself in the secular world. Um, but once once I fell on my face, I'm going to say, you know, I had a very difficult personal uh, life uh, through those decades while I was without Christ. And uh, I had gone through so many things and some of those things you, you, you mentioned mm-hmm. earlier and some of the things we haven't even had a chance to talk about that my book Unforgotten does talk about. So really, it's just a story of one person's life who dedicated their life to Christ and then took their life back from him and then gave their life back to him later on in life and you know through through my life i mean there's there's god threading my life and the journey all the way and how he has saved me through so much whether i knew i was walking with him on the journey or not Mm-hmm. That's why we want you to get a copy of Brandy Nielsen's <laughs> book Unforgotten and what platforms can they get that on 
Oh, anywhere books are sold, I'd say, you know, really easy to place to get that from is, is Amazon or whatever your favorite online bookstore is. And, and you can download that even on iTunes. You can even get it from iTunes. Nice. Very good. All right. So talk about in your in your bio, it says, OK, hey, she's a mom. She's a speaker, a writer, a singer and a podcaster. Talk to us about the speaker. Can do you get opportunities to speak to groups of women about the uh, about your path and, and how God has redeemed that and restored? I do. I know uh, that has become something that's on, you know, toward the back as I've moved forward with the podcasting and singing because there's I'm so busy with that lately. Mm-hmm. It's difficult to then also get up in front of people and speak. But I do. Um, so I definitely speak about my story. I speak about, you know, the healing power of Christ in my life and all of these different things, because it's so important for other people to understand again, you know, that we are we are saved we are healed in christ we are you know we're beautiful and priceless we are everything in him that we don't understand when we're in our issues and and the things that we're going through so i talk about abortion that's a big deal i have to talk about abortion once i realized that jesus christ when he was on that cross paid the price for my sin of committing murder against two children in my womb I'm free and forgiven from something like that. I better go out and share that story. That is good news. Let me tell you that that part is abortion and having committed that has got to be the the greatest lesson of my life for from the moment that I had those abortions no matter what I said what anyone else said or what the world said about abortion the secular world said about that I was devastated. I never got to see those children, and I never forgot that. It started making me feel terrible, dirty. I knew what I did. I knew what I did. I don't care how far away from God I was. It was a human being. You know, you it takes years and healing to get to where I am today to, to admit all that stuff. Sure. But I knew it. There, I knew it. Let, let's turn that into a workplace conversation because that, that first of all, it's not a pulpit conversation and it's not talked about enough in the culture. I mean, it's one of those things nobody talks about, even though that it, it's happened to 60 million plus children. How does a woman who's gone through that and is, and is comfortable in the spot like you are today, where you realize you've, you've been redeemed and you've been re, and you're being in the process of being restored and that part has been healed. How does a woman in the workplace use that experience, that restoring and healing to minister to other women in the, in the workplace where likely 40%, 30 to 45% of them have had an abortion? Well, I'll say this. I don't recall myself having the discussions in the corporate workplace where I worked before uh, in my cubicles or whatnot and mm-hmm. you know, around the, uh, the conference table I don't recall ever having conversations about abortion there, and that's very, very unfortunate as I'm I'm thinking about that right now. But in the same regard, as you're sitting there talking about, you know, software you're about to develop, that's not what's coming to mind. And and Jim, that's what I want to bring up, and that's what I realize now, is like, why don't we think about God in every one of our situations in the workplace, no matter what we're talking about? If you're sitting there in your cubicle or you're, you're in the conference room and you guys are talking about building uh, software. Well, where is God in that? Mm-hmm. 
where is the God in that? Where is Jesus in that? How could you bring that out and talk about that? It's there. It's definitely there. But unfortunately, I didn't think about that. And I wish that I did. And I would just say this. There are probably more opportunities for women to talk about abortion anywhere at any time than they think of. Because like you said, how it is so common. So and prevalent. It, it, it really is. In the church, people. In the church, abortion is doesn't uh, discriminate to to secular world. <laughs> um, it's it's in the church. It's in, in places you would you know. Here I am. I'm telling you. I'm I'm a worship leader. I'm the leader of a, wo- a women's ministry. Yes, I'm bold to tell you. I had two abortions in my past. I am forgiven. I am healed. I am freed from that. And now I'm speaking out for those two children. Mm-hmm. I'm speaking out for the truth of what that was. Those two children had a purpose. God created them in my womb with a purpose and plan, just like he created me and you listening right now. There was no difference in that. And, you know, the society told me that it was okay for me to get rid of that if I couldn't handle it. At the time, society's wrong. They're, they're wrong, and and to, I, I can't sit here in, in good conscience and not say that anywhere, any opportunity I get. Mm-hmm. So, you know, uh, I wish I could go back and, well, actually, let me take that back. No, God, I don't wish I could go back to the corporate world. No, no, no I'm not putting that out there. But, but, but if I do find myself back there, that I'm going to look for those opportunities constantly. Yeah. And create them. And what create an ins- them. What an inspiration you are to those that are listening to you that may get that courage to do the very same thing. So we are talking with Brandy Nielsen, and she has a podcast called Christian Coffee Talk. And we just want to encourage our listeners to go find that resource, hear how real and transparent you are, and the things that um, that we can talk about over coffee that um, people need to be talking about in all different situations. So Brandy, thank you for being here with us today. One of the things I'm wondering is, as you hear feedback from your listeners we talked about them saying you know they struggle with their faith and stuff how do you think what do you think is a common um, struggle that your listeners are having with their faith and integrating it into their lives integrating faith into their lives I it's when you say that I'm not I'm not really seeing how that comes into the conversation other than you know it's just think of yourself for a minute and, and put yourself in that place when when you are hurting and you're struggling like these women might be and they are looking for strength in God to get them what they're doing is they're reaching out to others my online community mm-hmm. it's busy 24 7 there mm-hmm. are comments and conversations and discussions going on in that group 24 7 and it's it's beyond just the united states there are women from africa women from pakistan women from india women from the uk in this group talking about it so what i'm seeing is the encouragement from others is helping these women tremendously be because they're able to share their story and once you can you know 
resonate with somebody else and say, oh, I'm not alone Mm -hmm. in this. Mm -hmm. I'm not alone in this. That's what I see is helping them. So you've talked about this group several times. If there Mm -hmm. are people listening and they want to get involved in that group, what is that group? Is it a Facebook group or something on your website? This is is a Facebook group open to to anyone uh, who is a woman. uh, And it is a closed group. And the the reason it's a closed group is because we want it to be a safe place. So Mm -hmm. no one from the outside can read the post going on you must be a member so you can go to facebook uh, dot groups forward slash christian coffee talk i do have a public page on facebook that you can find if you just look up brandy nielsen and google it all this stuff is going to come up anyway if you go to my website you'll find the link to get into the group you'll find the link to go to the the public facebook it's Mm -hmm. it's i'm uh, it's wide open brandy nielsen thanks for sharing your story and thanks for being on i work for him today Thank you so much. It's been a massive privilege. Make sure you check her out online, Christian Coffee Talk, and right right online, brandynielsen.com, brandynielsen.com. You've been listening to I Work Brain with your host, Jim and Martha Brangenberg. We're Christ followers. Our workplace, it's our mission field, but ultimately, I, I work, work for him. him.